0: Listeners, thank you for joining us. My name is Miranda, and this is Brave Talk Podcast. It is December uh, 2021, it's the end of the year, and it's typically the time that we reflect and consider all that has happened, all that has been gained, all that's been lost, all that we've experienced, and we try to kind of sum up and synthesize the year and what big message did we gain and what is God saying about the year to come, which is wild that it's going to be 2022. I remember being a kid and thinking, you know, in the year 2000, I'll be 16 and the year 2020, you know, I didn't even think about it. (laughs) I couldn't even think that far. It was so weird to me, especially growing up in the 90s, you know, 80s and 90s when there were sci-fi films about the 20s and about the 2020s and it's just funny to think and but this year hasn't gone I think the way any of us anticipated it I know a lot of people who have experienced a lot of loss and I know a lot of people that even though it looks like their life really took off and things were successful and amazing there was so much sacrifice in the midst of it and I know for myself a lot has happened this year that I prayed years and years for and I look back over the year and I realize you know I was praying more about a situation instead of the Lord's heart being formed in me and my heart looking more like him. For me, I really thought that things were going to go a certain way this year. And I thought it was like the big payoff for a lot of suffering and a lot that my husband and I had to endure through different circumstances for the past few years. And I thought, you know, that this year was like the reward for it in a way. And it really kind of snuck up on me that I played a role in a lot of the things I experienced that I didn't enjoy. And my heart was not really focused on the Lord. But my heart was more focused on my circumstances and what I thought relief and the answer and healing had to look like for it to be worth it. For all the time spent to be worth it. Um, I look back and I see where I was really my prayers were manipulative and my motives were manipulative and what I was working so hard for and fighting so hard for ultimately wasn't to have what wasn't entirely to have the character of God formed in me and I wonder if a lot of us kind of look back over things and we can see where we erred you know we can see and we are disappointed at Oh, I am. I'm disappointed at my missed opportunities, and I have been processing this with the Lord just a little bit um, really recently. It's not like I've grown super far past this yet, but so I, I'm speaking as someone in the midst wanting to offer encouragement and wanting to, like so many others out there, so many writers and so many podcasters and so many people... Who minister, you know, to who hear from the Lord and want to encourage others. So many people are saying the same things, and we all just want to add our voice to the chorus and bless and encourage others that as we look to and celebrate Advent in this season, it's the Lord coming. It's Jesus coming, and he came in a way that no one wanted him to at the time, and I can say that this year. He's come in a way I didn't want him to. I wanted him to fix my circumstances, I wanted him to answer my questions, not lead me to the point where I was asking more, and only having him and his love and his presence as an answer. And his advent, I mean, he came as a baby who was born the way all babies are born, and I don't have children, so I can study this, but I haven't experienced it, but he didn't come in some fantastical fantasy way. He came in the midst of old and new hay, in the midst of mud and dirt and smells and animals and possibly waste. And he came out crying like all of us do. And he came out needing to be held like all of us do. And so again, as someone very much in the middle of mess like everyone else this year. May we look for Jesus. May we look for the Lord wanting to help hold us because we all want to be held. And he knows what that feels like. He was born into it too. And I just have had these conversations with the Lord where he's showing me that he's not God way out ahead of me. God several steps or a mile down the road waiting for me, impatiently thrusting his arms around and guffawing at how long I'm taking to understand, how long I'm taking to repent or to receive his love for me instead of keep trying to prove things over and over, whether to myself or to some imagined audience. He's Emmanuel he's God with us which means that instead of him impatiently tapping his foot beside us waiting for us to understand he's God with us every step he's kind he's patient and patient doesn't mean that he's waiting for us kindly to get it patient means he's with us in our mess, in our confusion, in our disappointment, in the middle of loss after loss after loss after we bravely tried again and again. He's with us as we look back over our efforts and our supposed and hoped hoped for growth and we're just confused and frustrated and wondering if we did grow at all. He's with us and he's not Upset and frustrated and disappoint us. He's God with us. He's God who came with the first need to be held and fed. And He's with us to hold us and feed us and encourage us and keep us along. And a lot of what this year has taught me is that I keep thinking there's an arrival point. I keep thinking there's a destination. I keep praying that way. I keep fighting for things that way. I keep working toward things. I keep Setting goals in such a way that I'll arrive or reach a destination. And I'm coming to the point where I'm wondering, and maybe this is just a stage in the journey, and a year from now I'll look back on this and think, gosh, that was terrible insight. But I wonder if it's not really about an arrival or a destination, but if it's hope in the journey and the presence of God, and receiving more and more of the love of God for us that is so confusing, and receiving more and more of the peace of God with us, if it's really about receiving that every step, every inhale, every exhale, every moment that we wonder if the next goal or... The next meal or the next day is when we'll finally accomplish what we think we need to accomplish to feel that peace, to feel that sense of being settled, to feel that sense of arrival. Well, now I don't have to fight and struggle and be frustrated anymore. He's God with us. He's Emmanuel, God with us. He was promised Prince of Peace, lover of our souls, the keeper of our, of our lives and our hearts and the lifter of our head. Another thing I really feel strongly from the Lord over the past couple of years is that we are not his projects. He's not, you know, he doesn't have some checklist that he's waiting to check off an item like, okay, I finished this part of the project. Okay. She reached this point. He understood this finally. He treated so-and-so this way. We're not God's project. I'm not even my own project. My husband's not my project. My friends are not my projects. The Lord doesn't view us that way. We're his friends. We're his children. We're the people that he sent his son and Jesus came and to ransom us. To pay with his blood so that we could be held by him. So that we could be loved by him. We're not projects. He's not looking at us as though we're missing a mark. Or we have yet to reach a mark. And so let us not look at ourselves that way. With constant benchmarks to hit. And let us not look at others like, well, they don't understand what I understand and they don't do what I do. And they don't, they can't do what I do and they don't relate with people the same way. Therefore I'm better than them and they need to be more like me or have an understanding that I've reached. We're not each other's projects because we're not the Lord's project. He is Emmanuel, God with us, not way ahead of us judging us, condemning us, or impatiently frustrated with us. He is God with us right now. Some of us have been in serious pain this year. Um, Losses like miscarriages, jobs, family members, opportunities. I mean, I... I haven't experienced each of those things. I've experienced some and certainly missed opportunities and missed opportunities even to love someone well. I I grieve those. And a lot of us have experienced pain. And I want to offer a story from my mother-in-law. And I did did check with her first. Um, So if you know her, hopefully this encourages you. And if you don't know her, hopefully it it really encourages you because it's a pretty powerful story. I was listening to her share it on Thanksgiving. We got to go up and be with Jim's family for the first time in, um, in 10 years, over 10 years for a holiday. It was really special. They were super gracious and amazing to us. And she shared this story and I'd never heard it. And I've heard a lot of their stories cause I've, I've been around his family for 16 years now. And so I've, I've heard a lot of their stories, but I'd never heard this one. Um, She shared how she used to suffer from seizures very often for decades. And there was one time, like, it was very hard for her to be alone. And sometimes she was alone for them. And one time she was alone and she could feel it coming on. And she was scared. I mean, I would be scared. I want to cry even talking about it because it would be scary. But she could feel one coming on as she was sitting on her couch in her living room. And she suddenly had a vision or a picture of a lap right beside her. And she was alone in the house. So this was either an angel or the Lord. And she could see that lap beside her. And when the seizure came on her, she fell down into that lap. And that's where she laid. And she, I'm sorry. I had to take a moment to cry. It's really moving. Um, When she had the seizure, she did fall to that side and landed in the lap that she saw next to her. And she was being held as she was suffering. And that is a remarkable experience for her that the Lord did that for her. That he made it so clear that she was not alone as she was in pain. And I think it's something for us too. As we experience the pain of being alive or pain of illness or pain of loss, that he is Emmanuel, God with us right now, whatever shape we're in. And as he came into the world needing to be held, he is with us to hold us and to help us through things. And so I hope that that story really blesses you. Wherever you're at, whatever hurts, whatever is hard to handle, whatever is confusing or frustrating, he's not out way ahead of you, expecting something of you that you can't do. He is with you, and he loves you. So this season, this Advent Um, where it's not just about Christmas Day. It's about the whole season where we look to Jesus' coming. When he arrived, you know, it took a closer look. It took a longer look to realize that this was the promised Messiah that had been looked forward to for generations. It, It took a closer look. It took not just looking for what we're expecting. So may we do that this season. And this is a quick, short episode because I know people are really busy, and because really we just want to get right to the heart of things and encourage people and lift them up and not not necessarily take a lot of time in this season. Um, we just want to give short messages that are encouraging and helpful. These little things have been really helpful for me this season. These little encouragements from the Lord and these lessons, these words even... He's not mad at me, even though it feels like there's a lot of ways to miss the mark. He is God with us, and he's helping us. And even when we can't see the way ahead, and we don't know the why behind our experiences and and behind the different things that happen and the different directions our life takes, he is with us. And he will cause it to work out to good because of his love. And then a year from now, we'll look back on this and we'll see the amazing thing he's done. And we'll see God with us when we look back. And so I pray and I hope that as we're going through each thing, you know, day by day, hour by hour, step by step, decision by decision, event by event, that we'll see now Emmanuel, God with us. We won't have to wait till we look back and see that he was always there and to see that he wasn't mad or judging us or upset with us, but that he was wanting to keep us and hold us and love us and heal us and take us where we need to go even if we don't know where that is and i uh, just another encouragement just to pray for every single little thing oddly i forget to pray all the time i forget to involve the lord in the meaningful and the mundane and sometimes he he kind of turns a light bulb on in my head and in my heart and reminds me that I can bring him into the mundane and the amazing. The small and the big. And they all matter. They all have weight to me, so they all have weight to him. There's countless verses in the Bible about pouring out our hearts to him because he's a refuge and we can trust him. That's in Psalms. Or bringing all of our cares to him. That's in one of the letters I can't remember right now. And then there's Matthew 29 or 29 or 26, where we can share his yoke and his burden because it's light, it's made for us, it's not oppressive. It's that, that's a, a standard of and a way of walking with the Lord day by day and carrying his teaching and carrying his heart and carrying what matters to him, right? Because we can trust him because he loves us, because he doesn't want to weigh us down and burden us and stop us. We can share things with him. And so uh, just another little closing note, um, there may be fewer episodes going forward because life takes twists and turns and we are in an apartment and so it's hard to get quiet space to record. And also we are still adjusting in our big move and also I'm writing a book trying to finish that up. So there may be fewer episodes going forward but you're always encouraged to look back and listen to other episodes and also to find other podcasts and bloggers and just be encouraged i know that a lot of the inspiration i find is from listening to other people and reading what they write as well and that's a really good way to find out that you're not the only one hearing from the lord what you're hearing that there's a chorus happening that he's sharing similar things and we all have a different take on it we all have a different way to apply what he's putting on our heart and that's a beautiful thing so again this is short and sweet hopefully but be encouraged and watch for the lord watch for his unassuming coming in your days and in your minutes and in your life and in your relationships and your family and um, we just bless you in jesus name.